everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. NFL legal tampering started today. Teams can uh, strike a deal with a player in free agency, but they can't sign them until Wednesday at 4 p.m. As of right now, no deals to report involving the Cleveland Browns, but the big news of the day involving the Browns was that they created some cap space to maybe go out and sign somebody by restructuring Deshaun Watson's contract. Let's go to the hotline right now and bring in the outstanding Browns beat reporter, 92.3, the Fan Browns Radio Network, Daryl Ryder. And, Daryl, we knew this was coming, so it's no surprise. How did they go about doing this? How do you create $36 with one move like that? Uh, Very easily. Uh, they what they did was is they subtracted from the forty six million dollars salary John Watson was scheduled to receive the veteran minimum was which is around one point two one point three million you subtract that then take the remaining balance and you pay that in a signing bonus so he gets what he was going to make anyway uh, and then you add uh, avoidable year or two to the back end of the deal. That signing bonus now all of a sudden gets stretched over the length of the contract, including any voidable years that you've added to it. And that is how they took his salary cap number from $56 million down below $20 million. But they'll keep kicking the can down the road because ne- the next three years, his cap figure is going to be between 63 and $64 million. They're basically going to do this every year. So – uh, you're just going to keep kicking the can down the road up until the point where uh, they decide to whether or not they want to extend him beyond this five-year contract. Then you really can kind of kick the can down the road further. And by then, as the salary cap continues to raise year by year by year, his cap hit doesn't be, become so massive. So that's, it, it's a real simplistic, easy way for oh. them to get under the cap, which they've done. Uh, as you said, it's not a surprise, and uh, I expect this is going to be pretty much an annual tradition going forward for at least the next year or so. Daryl, will there be any other restructured contracts then? Possibly. Uh, remains to be seen what the Browns need uh, available to them when it comes uh, you know, to free agency. Um, it is possible when you look at where they are at right now, uh, as far as their largest cap hits go, um, you know, miles Garrett is now your largest cap hit with that extension kicking in, uh, at 29 million Amari Cooper. He has a $23.7 million cap hit. I I think he's somebody you could extend or restructure to lower that. Uh, they had just signed Wyatt Teller recently. Uh, Joel Batonio's in there. Nick Chubb's in there. but um, And they're not really going to realize savings from John Johnson III uh, until he is officially released, which he'll be released later this week, but I anticipate he'll be a June 2nd designation 
that will save the Browns an additional nine and a, nine and a half or so million dollars in salary cap space, which will help them next year. It's amazing uh, all these uh, uh, ways they can go about getting under the cap, and that's why in this case when you have four Ivy League guys up there, that's a, a good thing to have as they can manipulate this. And as you pointed out, Daryl, very, very astutely, every year the cap goes up. So uh, if you can kick that can down the road, yeah, you can uh, create some space, and it allows them then to go out and get guys this year and next year to try and make this a better team and challenge for the playoffs. So with that in mind, how much cap space do they currently have, and how do you think they're going to go about trying to spend it? They're between 21 and $22 million. I don't have the actual official number from the NFLPA just yet, but uh, okay. my math has them closer to $22 million in salary cap space, and that is going to be plenty for them to be able to make a big splash signing and then on top of it be able to fill in some of uh, these other needs that they have. So they're, they're in pretty good shape uh, now that they got this uh, Watson restructure done, which really it sounds like it's a big deal to fans, but I just – there, there's a re- I'm downplaying it because it's not. I mean, from an right. accounting standpoint, it is. But he's not making – There's because I've seen some fans on social media going bonkers like the Browns are paying him $63 million <laughs> next year. No, the salary cap accounting and the cash out the door are two completely different things. Case in point, the Browns last year, according to the NFLPA, m- continue – to be one of the largest cash spenders in the National Football League. They spent over $270 million last year. They only trailed the Los Angeles Rams when you talk about spending. In fact, the Browns spent $276.3 million on their roster. That is the most within uh, their conference um, by a sizable chunk so, uh, the, and they're going to be big cash spenders again this year. So cash out the door versus salary cap computation, completely different things. Remember last year, the salary cap was like $208 million or something like that. So just to kind of put that in perspective for folks. It's unbelievable when you think about it. In the, in the multi-million dollar range, and we have callers all the time saying, oh, it's just way too much money they're throwing at these guys. We just don't know how they get it into their hands. And it's amazing to me when you see these numbers, how they yet continue to manipulate this salary cap. So my obvious question. Well, look at the NFL's TV media deals that they have. Signed. Absolutely. And you know what I compare you know, it to, too? And, and, and so. That, you know, and then the other part of this, too, is, is look, the New Orleans Saints are the masters of doing this every year. Every year they seem to go into the offseason, mm-hmm. $50 million over the cap, and in one afternoon after about five transactions, now they're $30 million under the cap. I mean, they right. do this every year, right. and teams around the league do it every year. And, 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 yes, it's a way to circumvent the cap, but, see, the NFLPA, the NFL loves it because – uh, written into the collective bargaining agreement is, is you know, salary floors. So, like, the, the Dallas right. Cowboys need to spend this offseason. I think I saw the Denver Broncos were approaching that minimum spend, so they needed to spend this offseason. And guess what's happening? <laughs> the, the Broncos are spending right. some money this offseason mm-hmm. to, to be in compliance with the collective bargaining agreement because it, it was written so that basically the owners weren't taking all this revenue and just putting it in their pocket. Because Could- the whole point is, is to make sure that the players – are getting their fair share of the pie. But could they go the route of the MLB and just do away with the salary cap? No. Okay. It'll never happen. And, and the reason yeah. why is because then 
you're just going to lose the, the competitive balance that we've enjoyed watching in the NFL for years and years and years. So, no, you, you will not have that happen. Daryl Ryder is our guest, outstanding Browns beat reporter, 92.3 The Fan, Browns Radio Network. Follow him on Instagram, on Twitter, at RyderWrongFan. Uh, Daryl, so what is the position that you expect them to take that chunk of change they created today and go out and get, knowing that Javon Hargrave off the board, uh, Tyquan Lewis off the board, Darren Payne off the board, these are all defensive linemen that uh, some people thought the Browns might try and take a swing at? Well, uh, some news. Uh, the Browns are bringing back Ethan Posick, uh, the center that uh, filled in for Nick Harris uh, in place of J.C. Treader, uh, who they uh, let go uh, last off season. So he's coming back. Um, they did lose Chase Winovich to the Houston Texans. Uh, you know, they, they acquired him last year in a trade with uh, New England. Um, so they lose him. Um I, look, I think that defensive tackle is where the money is going to be spent. You've already seen it. You mentioned it, Hargrave, Darren Payne, the contract he got. The name that I keep hearing is Draymond Jones uh, from the Denver Broncos. Uh, he's a St. Ignatius High School and Ohio State alum. Uh, he's coming off of uh, tying his career high with six and a half sacks in 13 games last season. One little bugaboo there. He's never played a full season in the NFL, but he's certainly a very versatile and talented player uh, that can really uh, help the Browns opposite of Miles Garrett, whether that's a defensive tackle or they uh, move him out to defensive end. He's got some versatility there. So I, I think he's a guy that the, the Browns have their eye on right now and could get himself a very nice contract when you look at the defensive tackle market right now dudes are getting paid because a lot of teams, not just the Browns, got killed in the middle of their uh, defensive lines last year. Daryl, would you take a look at Calais Campbell or no? Yeah, I would. Um, I just, it, it all comes down to dollars and cents and length of the contract. Uh, obviously, his best years are behind him, but I do feel like he would be a great guy to add in that locker room uh, yeah. and would help keep guys accountable, uh, which is one of Jim Schwartz's uh, biggest uh, responsibilities when you talk about uh, coming in as the Browns' defensive coordinator. Accountability really is something that they lacked on that side of the football last year under Joe Woods, and that, I think, led to the volume of consistent breakdowns we saw at all levels. Uh, of the defense so yeah i absolutely would and hey if i can steal a guy from the ravens and hurt them while adding yeah. someone to uh the locker room in cleveland to help this this young team uh that's a win-win but again comes down to dollars and years all right let me ask you about jesse bates there have been uh ties to the browns with the uh possible free agent safety not sure exactly what his situation is with the Bengals they he was tagged I don't know they they didn't tag him again this year right Daryl so is he an unrestricted free agent yeah he's available um keep in mind he has the same agent as Deshaun Watson no but I will say this I'm not as optimistic that that Bates will end up in Cleveland I don't, I don't think that the Browns will be looking to spend big, big dollars at safety this offseason. And I have a feeling that while certainly the Browns are, are interested in him, 
Yeah. I think it's going to be similar to Hargrave, where he's just going to be too rich for the Browns to afford. The reason I bring it up and wondering if for sure he's going to leave Cincinnati just came down. Vaughn Bell has left the Bengals for the Carolina Panthers, according to uh, yeah. ESPN's Chris Fowler. So uh, that would be two safeties they would lose. And you mentioned weakening the Ravens. Hey, if the Browns don't get them, fine, as long as they lose some guys and go outside the division, right, to, to weaken that team uh, defensively for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, the, uh, I've heard the Bengals aren't real thrilled with the NFLPA over the tweet that was put out uh, over the weekend in relation to the Bengals' support of some uh, language and legislation that's being uh, proposed uh, here in the state of Ohio related to workmen's compensation. Um, and you go back to uh, the report cards, the player report cards prior yep. to free agency that came out. Not a lot of positive marks for the Cincinnati Bengals. Like the players don't have a lot of good things to say uh, about the Bengals. Uh, so, uh, as far as like treatment of players, when you talk about perks like meals and you know stuff like that, certainly fans don't care about that. Uh, but the the players do. Um, and uh, Mike Brown continues to operate his franchise as much on the cheap as possible. And the other thing that I look at is that if they start losing more and more pieces from the – because, right, the window for the Bengals is now. If they're going to win a Super Bowl, it's now. They're very talented on both sides of the ball. But if they, you know, start having a, uh, you know, a significant loss of talent here, uh, I'd be interested to see how that affects Joe Burrow and his situation with them. And especially if we're looking at weakening other teams in the conference, why don't they take a look at T. Higgins? I don't know what his contract uh, status is, but even if you had to make a trade for a T. Higgins, wouldn't you want to weaken that team offensively as well? Well, I don't know that the Bengals are going to want to do a trade within the, within their own division. <laughs> mm. you, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I, 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 you know. Uh, I, I don't know if something like that would happen, right. um, unless it was but, just an overwhelming deal where they could, you know, they they couldn't yeah, say no. But the Browns I just, don't I'm have anything to give real. them. I mean, I'd love to have yeah. Higgins. Don't don't get me right. don't don't misunderstand me. But I just I, I can't see the Bengals trading him to the Browns. And if you read what their GM said at the combine, where he's like, "Yeah, go get your own wide receiver," uh, right. think that pretty much backs up what I'm telling okay. you. No, I got you. Happy to have Daryl Ryder with us, Browns beat reporter. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram, at Ryder Wrong Fan. And, Daryl, the, the Steelers just lost Cam Sutton, so they they get weakened. Uh, uh, don't know what the quarterback situation is in Baltimore, right? So that, that could weaken them uh, there, depending on what happens with, um, you know, Lamar Jackson, the Bengals losing some guys as well. So is this, you talked about the window for the Bengals. Is this the window to win now for the Browns with some of the talent that yes. they have, the money they have to spend? It's now, isn't it? Yeah, they are a flush two years. So Right. Yeah. <laughs> they they wasted the last two years. Like, let's call it for what it mm-hmm. is. So, yeah, they, they, they need to get it done um, as, as long as they've got this, this, this core of the team. Under contract, you're you're set with your offensive line. Nick Chubb is under contract. Uh, you got Amari Cooper. There's number one wide receiver. Obviously, you you feel like you have your you know right your elite franchise quarterback that you've been you know looking for for the last four decades. Defensive side, you've got your franchise pass rusher. You've got uh, so yeah. I mean, 
Time is now. <laughs> secondary. So, yeah, I mean, the time is now. <laughs> it is of the essence that they, uh, you know, capitalize on this window. The unfortunate thing for the, the Browns is, <laughs> as it's always been, uh, the teams within their division always seem to be a step ahead of them, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll see if uh, this front office can change that. Uh, and uh, with this money that is now available to them, we'll see how they spend it, either defensive line, secondary, or at wide receiver and free agency. Again, players can officially sign on the dotted line Wednesday at 4 p.m., correct, Daryl? Yes, that's one of my big pet peeves right now is people saying so-and-so is signing with so-and-so. Now, they haven't signed anywhere. They can't do that until Wednesday at 4. They can agree to terms. The only people that can, the only players that can actually sign are those that are returning to uh, their existing team. So center Ethan Posick, he can sign with the Browns. The only Taki Taki, he can sign with the Browns because those are their teams. Everything else, it's uh, it's uh, agreed to deals that can be signed Wednesday when the new league year begins at 4 p.m. Eastern. All right. I got 30 seconds for you to answer this, and I'm going to put a stopwatch on you. Who's the biggest loss in free agency for the Browns that they're going to lose? Oh, boy. Um, I, You know, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I don't think that they have a big free agent loss. Wow. Okay. All right. That's a fair I, I, enough answer. I really answer. don't. I, I, hate to, I hate to put it that way, but, yeah, I don't think I, – I would probably say Jacoby Brissett. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, backup quarterback. All right, that's fair. Daryl, great stuff as always. Thanks for the time on a busy day. We appreciate it. Stay well, all right? You bet, guys. Thanks for having me.